Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the new podcast, Save, Sexy, and Tatted. I am your girl, Adrian, and I am so glad to hear. And you may be wondering, what is this podcast all about? Let me tell you. Oftentimes, we as believers, we forget to tell people what it really means to be authentic in Christ. And so I created this platform where we're going to talk about all types of things in life. Love, relationships, childhood traumas. We're going to talk about the opposite sex. We may even talk about sex. We're going to talk about tattoos. Like you name it, we're going to talk about it. I wanted to create a space where I let you know it is okay to be safe and sexy and here it is sexy is not always about what you wear it's about how you carry yourself it's about the value you see within yourself it's the confidence that you have it's what you think about you when you look in the mirror yeah baby that's sexy and then of course we're talking about tattoos uh yeah (laughs) i love tattoos of course and i am a woman with tattoos but we're also going to talk about things that have been tatted on us or attached to us in life that may have stained us or you know damaged us a little bit so yeah you rolling again with the save sexy and tatted podcast by your girl adrian thank you for tuning in listen buckle up your seatbelt. we finna have a little fun Yo, 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 what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Save, Sexy, and Tatted Podcast. I am your girl, Adrian, and um, thank you for those that are supporting, those that are sharing, those that are listening and tuning in. I really appreciate y'all. So, y'all, listen, last week we talked about um, healing the inner child, right? And I think with healing the inner child, there comes different levels, different tiers um, that we must address. I think a lot of times a lot of us suffer from different things in our lives, whether we talk about them with family, we talk about them with counselors, um, church members, close friends or whoever. But I think we all have different varieties or variations of um, inner child healing that we need to, that really needs to take place. And so this week, what I really want to talk to us about is childhood traumas. Um, I don't think that we, especially in the black community, we discuss childhood traumas enough. I think we, um, I don't think people are oblivious to the stuff that um, has happened. I think we just have learned to, um, you know, what goes on in this house stays in this house. Or, you know, we don't discuss those things because those things happened in the past and the past is the past. Today we're in a today we're in the future or in the present and I think that's the wrong mentality to have y'all um because honestly I'm a woman that had childhood um trauma um between the ages of 12 and 14 I was molested by a family member and I didn't realize until in my 30s that that situation literally paved the way that um of how I would act um, how I respond, how I would go out here looking for men to love me because I'm thinking um, if my family would do something like this to me, then surely a stranger would treat me better. And I think that if I had um, had have had that space where I felt comfortable enough to actually go and talk to my family members about what happened, I think it would have literally changed the trajectory of where my life went. But you know what I'm saying? 
it happened the way it was supposed to because God knew that he would use that story to get me to where I am today. And that's talking to you, bringing light on childhood traumas, stuff we don't talk about. You know what I'm saying? So I think we really just need to do a better job because we're dealing with a new age of children, y'all. Um, like I've never experienced this. And I'm going to be honest, but a few weeks ago I was on... I was on Facebook, I believe I was. And somehow, I, I don't know whose page I was on, but somehow I came across this TikTok video. And there was this little girl, uh, and she had to be, I, I'm going to give her at least 23. She may not have been that old, but she, I would no, give her no more than 23. But anyways, this little girl was like, um, I got murder on my mind. <laughs> and I mean, it's not funny because, but it was like she was angry y'all she was angry and it was like when you looked in her eyes like there was so much darkness you didn't see anything and for me I was telling um a friend of mine um last week that I have never in my life heard of so many children adolescent teens that are literally trying to commit suicide y'all the rates are skyrocketing like I just never have heard of this. I I don't even think me growing up as a teenager that I heard of anybody committing suicide. Not as a teenager. Now, adults, yes. But teenagers, no. And so, I will say this. So, I used that girl um, in that TikTok as a reference because when I was about... I guess I was around the same age, 12, 14. I was in my teen years. But I remember I would be so angry, y'all. Like, I would be screaming at the top of my lungs when I'd be riding in the car with my family. I mean, crying. Like, I was acting a fool, y'all. Like, literally, I was... <laughs> something was wrong but looking back what it was is that I was trying to express myself to let somebody know that I was dealing with something that I didn't know how to handle <laughs> hear me I was dealing with something that I did not know how to handle and so my frustration led me to scream, to yell, to act out. And nobody knew how to help me because I didn't know how to articulate. And so that childhood trauma of the molestation is what literally provoked me in my behavior. And so um, childhood trauma is often described as serious adverse childhood experiences. Like I said, this experience I had. Um, other people may have experienced the death of a loved one at a, such an early age. Um, you have people that may have been raped. You have people that grew up in households where um, their parents divorced. Um, a robbery you know there are many factors that could lead to childhood trauma and that stuff y'all that stuff will leave a mark on you it, it literally feels like that instance or that situation tatted a a a piece of hurt and pain on you like on your soul y'all like that stuff is real and the thing is some of us don't know how to express and articulate how we should be able to move and operate. And so um, 
I did some research and it says that children may go through a range of experiences that classify as psychological trauma. These might include neglect, abandonment, sexual abuse, and physical abuse. Um, and then a lot of times this abuse that they see is with a sibling or a parent or even having a mentally ill parent. Y'all, when I tell you there are a variety, there's variations of different types of childhood traumas. And then we're expected to go and function like everything is okay when deep down inside you're hurting. That's not fair. That is not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. So like I'm literally, I'm very open. Um, I have a mentor, um, preteen and teen girls here in my hometown. And literally what I have done is created a safe space for them because what I want them to do is to be able to talk openly. I wanted them to be able to express themselves because if I give them space to talk openly without being judgmental, I can hear what they're going through. They don't know what I'm doing. Um, but it allows me to hear and then help mentor them and show them different things in life that they need to be aware of. I'm being a, a, a me that I needed back then in my time, right? And so it's fulfilling because I get to watch these girls grow and mature and just come out of their comfort zone. And I think a lot of times people don't understand, give children the space to verbalize how they feel. Okay, like it's nothing wrong with allowing children to be open with you. Now, I don't tolerate disrespect at all. That's a no go for me. But I do think it is okay for them to express themselves because that opens up um, dialogue between the parent and the child. And then it allows the child to feel comfortable when they are dealing with something. They feel safe to come talk to their parents, y'all. Like I'm telling you. Um, so back to the research. The events that um, are psychological, physiological, and so sociologically that impacts them can have negative, lasting effects on health and well-being, such as unsocial behaviors, attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, or better known as ADHD, and sleep disturbances. So those that may become insomniac, those that have ADHD, those that may be yelling out like I did when I was frustrated, like all the childhood traumas that we um, make children suppress and not deal with, y'all, like that literally leads to physical ailments or mental ailments, emotional ailments. That's not a good feeling, y'all. When I tell you, I literally, I think I cried and I'm a crier, but I think I cried because I just didn't understand. Like, God, why am I going through this? Why me? What did I do wrong to you know, have this to happen to me. And it wasn't until I got grown where I realized that the reason that happened is because God knew I had the strength and the courage and the wisdom to be able to speak to other people that are going through those things that are afraid to say anything. I'm going to speak those things into existence. And that way, if you're dealing with it too, baby, let me tell you, you're going to come out of it. I came out of it and so will you. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a purpose in life. Like I love to be able to look back and be able to help people because I'm not afraid y'all to speak on what happened. Like that stuff was whack. Don't get me wrong. And the person that did it to me, they know what they did. I forgive you, but that shit still was whack. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, according to Kaiser Permanente in the CDC or Center for Disease Control and Prevention in 1998 shows study on adverse childhood experiences determined that traumatic experiences during childhood are a root cause of many social, emotional, and cognitive impairments that led to increased risk of unhealthy, self-destructive behaviors risk of violence or re-victimization, chronic health conditions, low life potential, and premature mortality. I think a lot of the stuff that we that these children deal with is because they don't know how to deal with it. They feel like they don't have a safe space. They feel like nobody cares enough to actually even come and talk to them. And so therefore, what they're trying to do, that's where you have people that are cutting themselves. That's where you have people that are trying to take pills. Those that may have a suicide... Um, plan um i think we fail to realize that a lot of times the stuff that we think is beneficial is more hurtful than anything y'all um a number of the adverse experiences increase the risk of problems from childhood through adulthood um also rising so you think about it like this whatever i don't deal with in my childhood becomes um a issue in my adulthood that's why you have these grown adults that still have this childlike mentality is because they have not dealt with those things that we those milestones that we should have already passed or they haven't dealt with these childhood traumas that they should have um somebody should have helped heal them and walk them through um deliverance i'm gonna be honest deliverance is the thing that thing that a lot of people um, sleep on. We don't talk about deliverance a lot. And deliverance is one of those things for those that may not know, that may not have been me familiar in the church setting. Um, deliverance is actually, um, calling out the things that you have dealt with, um, in your past and you renounce those things, you call them, you speak against them. And what you do is it's a, it's a way that we walk you through, the process of releasing whatever it is that you've experienced. And then what's supposed to happen is after we help kind of help deliver you from that stronghold or whatever it is that's holding you down, what we're supposed to do is to help disciple you every um afterwards so that way we can continue to make sure that you are healing. Because sometimes, most times, no, sometimes if you don't deliver, if you deliver and don't disciple, then what happens is you increase the chances of whatever it was that you were dealing with to come back, but it comes back more forceful than it left. So deliverance is something I think more people need to talk about and inquire on because um, I literally believe in deliverance. I really do. I really do. And it doesn't take all that laying on the floor, throwing up, vomiting, and all that stuff. Sometimes deliverance can be just a simple prayer. Um, now, sometimes, yes. Now, I'm not saying that the um, that sometimes it, it requires more, but it just depends on the approach that you go through. Um. I think, especially when it comes to um, childhood trauma, I think we should be more intentional to have conversation. That's another thing. I think because of the society that we're dealing with now, everybody is so social media that we don't have enough time with um, in-person interactions. So if somebody's actually dealing with something, 
we we really can't know the extent of what they're dealing with because we don't like in person. And for me, I'm an in-person person because I want to feel you. I want to see how you live and I want to see how you feeling because then that lets me know how I can pray for you, how I can even just encourage you because we all need encouragement, right? And so, um, yeah, I literally thought that I would never, ever, ever, ever um, heal from most of my childhood trauma. And I have, and I'm still healing in some areas, but when I tell you y'all, um, we have to be more open and honest about the things that people have suffered with, because here's the thing, this is what I learned that yes, I was molested, but it didn't start with me y'all. This is something that has been going on in my bloodline for years. Apparently, I'm the first one that has decided to speak against it. You know, we all talk about that meme on social media. Um, such and such happened with um happened before it. So, how it go? Um, it may have started before me, but it stops with me. Like that's on period. Like it's no more. I have nieces and nephews. They will never know what that feels like. I will. I ain't had children yet, but when they come into this world, definitely will not happen. Because when I tell you, you might as well go ahead and get me an orange suit and give me like. Cause if, ooh, baby, <laughs> baby, let something happen to mine. Ooh. Do you hear me? Like, I need you to feel me. Because when I tell you it's over, lights out, like Dunsey, <laughs> you can't, ain't no coming back. <laughs> ain't no coming back. I just, my husband, Lord, listen, baby, I love you, but it was for the kids, okay? <laughs> we ain't finna do this. It's not finna happen. But, you know, I'm already declaring the Korean, baby. My prayer life is already <laughs> top notch. I already speak against that, but I'm just saying hypothetically, <laughs> I wish it would. So listen, <laughs> let me get off the subject because I'm getting a little hype over here. Like <laughs> I'm ready to square off on somebody right now. So listen, we, this is what we're going to do. So last week, um, I had you all write down some of your childhood fears, right? So this week, um, we're going to, we're going to have you write down some of your childhood traumas. Okay. Um, I want you to take some time and this may take a little, this may take a little while for you to get to, because this may start to hit some emotions that you haven't dealt with or some emotions that you didn't want to deal with. But I want you to take some time and I want you to write down some childhood traumas that you may have experienced. Um, now, I'm going to say this. Everybody may not have experienced childhood traumas and that's fine. But for those of you that have, I want you to write them down. I want you to think about them. I want you to write them down. And then you can feel Feel what you feel. And if you feel something, I want you to write down how it made you feel. Because what we're doing is we're building some things here, okay? We're building and we're going to heal. So write those things down. Put them in your journal. 
and then we'll kind of discuss them next week on how we're going to maneuver from there, okay? All right, y'all, listen. I love y'all so, so, so very much. Um, Thank you for rocking with your girl on the Saved, Sexy, and Tatted Podcast. I appreciate y'all so, so much. And until next time, peace.